amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. The T-1000 getting blasted by the shotgun is insane in 1991. And the sound the body made when the bullets hit, like that. Like, oh, it was a big deal. It was a trip. Fanboy with Harley Morenstein is a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Fanboy with Harley Morenstein wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. I think it's the best. It's 1991 and myself, my father, and a friend are going to see a movie. I'm about six years old, so this is quite the experience for me. I've never been to a movie before at the movie theater. When I ask my father, Papa, Papa, what movie are we going to see? He responds with T2. T2. That's all I heard back then. T2. Maybe it's unlikely that a child would be able to pronounce Terminator. So to keep it simple, T2 is what will fly, I guess. Um, That's what this episode's about. I go in deeper than that. Today's episode, we got uh, Young Wally, Chef Atari, Amir in the cut. What up, baby? Hey, what up, boss? How you doing? I'm good. You? Good, good. Glad to be on the Fanboy Podcast today. Yeah, boy. I never tell Amir what the topic's going to be. He sits down and I just start talking. Yeah, and it's funny funny you mention this one because I have a story of this uh, similar tale as well. Excellent. And do you remember it being called T2? Yeah. That's all they marketed it as, T2. And then then I think on the bottom under T2 is Judgment Day. T2 Judgment Day. Yeah. So for me, it was T2 Judgment Day. It wasn't Terminator 2. It was T2, and I think it's because it came out like quite a while after Terminator 1. Um, I think it was from uh, seven years, seven years later, 84 to 1991. And I get it. Maybe it's unlikely a child would pronounce Terminator properly, so they wanted to keep it simple. And I know what you guys at home are thinking. You're like, what sauce, boss? If a kid can't pronounce the movie title, maybe he shouldn't see the movie. Let me tell you a little something about 1991. Before all these Xanax popping goofball SoundCloud producers were being sent to the hospital for eating too many flaming hot Cheetos and our children were being raised on Fortnite dance classes, we were tough ass sons of bitches. Wouldn't you say so, Amir? That's right. We were pretty tough back then, no? Yeah, we used to get our shit kicked out of us without tetanus shots. That's right. Yeah, we get shit kicked out of us, we get our knees scraped. Fuck, the neighbors would stomp on our head, and we didn't even go and get a tetanus shot after all that. We were fucking crazy kids. Uh, But we would go to R-rated movies like It Ain't No Thing. Like, really. Uh, I mean, we were pussies, obviously, yeah, but not like those of today. And safe to say, Terminator 2 in 1991 blew my mind. I hadn't seen the first one at that point, and it turns out it doesn't even matter when you're six years old, but Terminator 2... Not only does it hold up today, back then it blew my mind. And keep, keep, keep in mind, this is the first movie I've ever seen in theaters, Terminator 2. What was your story, Amir, about Terminator? 
Yeah, I remember Terminator 2 coming out. Like, I was so excited to see this movie growing up. Like, I was young, but I remember seeing all the commercials on TV. I'm like, oh, I want to see that movie. I want to see that movie. But uh, I went to Indiana, and I was in the States, and we decided to go to the movie theater. But Terminator 2 is rated R, and my parents didn't let me see it. Like, I could have gone in the theater with them because they would have been my parental units accompanying me. That works. You're allowed to do that. Rated yeah. R, you could bring your kid in. You exactly. Could like, oh, I want to show my kid this weird porno. That's right. But okay. my parents didn't let me. So I had to go see the they Rocketeer. They didn't let you. No, I had oh, to go. Oh, but that's, that's good because you turned out completely normal. It's a good <laughs> thing they didn't let you see Terminator 2. Right? <laughs> so uh, I had I, I had to go see Rocketeer while my parents went to Terminator 2. And sorry to keep interrupting. You went to Rocketeer alone? Yeah. So they're like, you can't see this movie. There's violence in it. So your six-year-old, seven-year-old ass, go to the dark room next door without any of us. That's it. Good call. Yeah. Sounds like your dad just wanted a handy in the theater. And sorry. I have a question. Did you, Had you seen the Rocketeer already at that point? No. Oh, so did you like the Rocketeer? I kind of was like, it was good, but... but you wanted Terminator. I needed Terminator. Like, I could hear the sounds from the other theater because <laughs> it was so loud. Like, the... That's so sad. And I'm just, like, <laughs> watching this guy get a jetpack. And I, you know what? I probably would have understood Terminator 2 much easier than Rocketeer, but... Rocketeer is weird when I think back on it. There's a lot going on in that movie. Yeah. The guy can fly, he wants to fly planes. Stop Frankenstein's of... monsters in it, kind of. Isn't there a guy that's like Frankenstein's monster? Yeah, some some henchman for some yeah. villain. I, it's funny because I liked the Rocketeer as a kid, but I could totally imagine hating the Rocketeer if it prevented me from seeing Terminator 2. Because after Terminator 2 came out, was there not a billion toys everywhere? That's right, I had some of them. When do we get a rated R movie to have toys? Never. Not anymore. It's against the law. I wonder if it's technically allowed, like, um, in Mecca. They do, like, It movie and stuff. And Is and It rated R? Yeah. And also, I mean, Deadpool, Marvel Legends, yeah. makes Deadpool toys. Yeah. Although, they didn't look like... Uh, the Ryan Reynolds suit. Yeah, they didn't look like Ryan Reynolds. No. I wonder if that's a, a big part of it. Still a little sneaky. Kids won't know. No, I don't think they will. But Terminator 2, for me, was a really big deal. Now, here's a couple things I heard about Terminator 2. Okay. So, Terminator 2, for those that don't know, is um, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And in Terminator 1, this is really important because I think this is so cool and a perfect sign of the business is completely dropping the ball in the marketing sense. Uh, in Terminator 1, John Connor who is the, like, the, the number one leader for the Earth Defense Force. Huge shout out to EDF, video game on Xbox 360. Um, he's the leader of, like, the, you know, what are they, Techcom Alliance? I don't know what the fuck they're called. The Human but, Resistance. Yeah, the Human Resistance against Skynet. Um, because what happens is the robots, uh, artificial intelligence becomes really smart and decides to destroy humanity. They decide to destroy humanity by creating these robots called Terminators that um, are basically a, a robotic skeleton. It's a very cool image. The reason why the Terminator itself was created is because apparently James Cameron had a dream where it was a metal skeleton with fire behind it. And that was his dream. And he woke up and he was like, bro, that's the fucking movie, bro, that's the movie. So it's the future. The humans have uh, uh, lost the war, essentially, to the 
robots and they are one by one wiping us out. And the only thing standing in the robots' way is this guy, John Connor, who his, uh, the Terminator, Skynet sends back a Terminator to the day he was born to kill his mom so he's never born. And what happens is John Connor sends a human back, Kyle Reese, to prevent the Terminator from terminating his mom, Linda, uh, Sarah, Sarah Connor. So that's the first Terminator movie. And interestingly enough, by sending back a Terminator to kill Sarah Connor to prevent John Connor from ever existing, makes John Connor send back Kyle Reese to protect his mother. Kyle Reese ends up being John Connor's father. So this, this circumstance of events kind of creates a really intensely overlooked, interesting time loop that they've, they've created in the movie. And it's interesting because it's time travel, it's humans versus robots, it's post-apocalyptic. Um, and uh, a, a real breakout of the whole movie was the Terminator himself, the bad guy, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was so perfect for the role. Like, if this guy was destined to play anything, it was a robot that says about 12 words in the entire movie. Yep. Are you Sarah Connor? And his gun, you must, Amir's a gun guy. Do you remember his gun? With the pistol? He had a lot of guns in that movie. But... Yeah, he had this uh, a laser pointer on it. Yeah, that was fake. Yeah, I just remember <laughs> that, that laser pointer being like such a big deal back then. Because when did you ever really see laser pointers? And I remember in the dance club, he's going around pointing the laser pointer, right? Yeah, that was and like... putting the red dot on people's foreheads. That was technology at its prime for the firearm industry back then. Yeah, laser just, sights. Uh, just a laser pointer on it. Oh, what a joke. And it was this huge, it looked like a flashlight. Yeah, it, like, was, it not, was monstrous. The, yeah. the, the, the gun looked like a flashlight. What was the gun? It could have been a Desert Eagle or I a large... I think it was, eh? Or a large forty-four. Magnet. It was a big-ass pistol. It was a Desert Eagle. And he had, uh, he was going around looking for Sarah Connor, and he was killing people. Uh, in the end, Sarah Connor comes across the Terminator. It looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but as, you, as she was, he was fighting and battling... He reveals beneath him, you know, it's the, the endoskeleton, you know, uh, robotic skeleton. That's what's beneath working here. And the reason why I, I bring out Terminator 1 is because he was the bad guy. And then, for years after that, Arnold got some good roles. Arnold became very big time. Um, you know, initially, who had tried out to be the Terminator was O.J. Simpson. And O.J. Simpson had the role turned down from him because... They believed that no one thought he would be a killer or wow. that O.J. Simpson wouldn't make a good killer. So he lost the, because, you know, back then he was in Naked Guns and stuff like that. Yep. So no one thought he would be a killer. He wanted to be the Terminator. They, uh, they passed on him and Arnold got the job. And then Arnold's career blew up after this. So seven years later, uh, when Terminator 2 came around, that's when, you know, James Cameron obviously approached Arnold again because Arnold just completely obliterated that role. And what's interesting about it is the idea for Terminator, James Cameron supposedly sold for a dollar on one condition. He's allowed to direct the movie. And that's what he did. He took his idea, Terminator 1, he sold it for a dollar and said, but I'm directing. And that's what happened. So he got to direct Terminator 1. He obviously killed it. He's directing Terminator 2. He hits up Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's like, bro, we're going back. 
We gotta make the second movie. It's called Judgment Day. It's gonna be dope. And Arnold Schwarzenegger says, I refuse to be the bad guy. And that's a big deal because I think when it comes to careers and someone like myself who, you know, I've, I've aspired in many ways or I've acted in a couple things and I've always looked up to Arnold Schwarzenegger's career. Um, you know, he's always been very dynamic considering, you know, English wasn't his first language. I always thought he was very impressive. Um, the move of being like, I refuse to play the bad guy is so smart because anyone with an accent back then played the bad guy. It's like you had the best bad guy available. You had a guy that like practically sounded like back then for all we thought a, a Nazi. And he's like, he's like jacked like superhuman. And you're just like, this is the ultimate bad guy. You know, like seeing him fight Kyle Reese was like seeing like a human versus like a, like a, like a Terminator. You know, he literally was a Terminator. So I fully respected the career decision of drawing a line in the sand and saying, I refuse to be the bad guy. But that's interesting to me because everyone thought he was the bad guy. They knew he was the bad guy. Now, this is where the dropped ball occurs. They show in the trailer for Terminator 2, they show Arnold Schwarzenegger reaching out to Sarah Connor and saying, come with me if you want to live, which ends up being about 8% of all the words he says throughout the entire movie. But he says, come with me if you want to live. The reason why that's so dumb is that when this movie starts, Terminator 2, you get the Terminator and he spawns in our world. Time and travel. he's butt naked and he's not nice. He beats up some biker dudes, but they're not nice either. He beats them up. He, he demonstrates that he, you know, he's not physically injured by anything and he takes, puts on a motorcycle He's got a gun, he's got his sunglasses, he's got all leather. You're like, yo, the Terminator is back, and it seems like he's crazier than before. He's a doppelganger of the first Terminator in the first movie. So you're watching this, if you hadn't seen the trailer, and you're like, he's the bad guy. He puts on the freaking glasses at the beginning. It's like, the da na 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 That's oh, right. bad to the bone. Like, saying, I'm bad to the bone. All these decisions to sell to you. This is the villain. But unfortunately, the fucking trailer showed you that he says, come with me if you want to live. Because the way they build it up is Sarah Connor is in an insane asylum. She's getting locked up. She's getting, she's getting abused, which as a kid, the only car scarring moment that entire movie for me, seeing that in the theater, nothing scarred me at all in Terminator 2 except for one thing. When that dude licks Sarah Connor's face. I did not understand it then at all, and it weirded me out, and it was fucking gross, and it scared me more than anything else. In the else. infirmary, in the in hospital. In the infirmary, in the hospital, in the mental asylum. Yeah, is this He goes up to her and licks her face. Yeah, now I'm like, oh, it's a sick dude. <laughs> I, I know what he's doing. Oh, but yeah, when you're a guy. kid, you're six years old, you're just wondering, like, why is this guy daddy? Yeah. <laughs> Do you don't kiss mommy like that. It's just weird. So for me, I was like, okay, that, that was weird. That was the weirdest part. But Sarah Connor is in an insane asylum. And she actually gets to escape. And on her escaping on her own accord, she turns the corner and the Terminator's there. And like everything slows down. It's like, doof, 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 doof. And he pulls out the shotgun. Now, if you're watching this movie and, and, and you hadn't seen the trailer or if you go back and keep an open mind about it, up until this point, they sell it. 
that the Terminator is the bad guy. I mean, that the Terminator is, uh, yeah, the Terminator is the bad guy. And this other person that spawned, you just think is a good guy because he looks like a regular human. You're not really thinking much about it. And on top of it, the other guy gets a police uniform. So it starts off, he's dressed like a police officer. The Terminator's wearing all black leather. The way you look at it, you're like, oh shit, these two are uh, like, 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 it, it's, this is the bad, Terminator's the bad guy. He's here to kill Sarah Connor. There's no two ways around it. And as she's running at him, she sees them and she's like, oh, she starts to freak out just like we're supposed to freak out right now. It would have been such a great twist, but they blew it in the trailer. And it, we're supposed to freak out. And I was six in the theater. So when I'm six, I didn't see the first one. So I had no expectations. And she's just scared. And he's like, get down. Which, so now we're at 10% of his, of his words for the entire movie. But actually, the first confrontation is with John Connor. Where they're at the mall. And oh, yeah. He already has John Connor. That's now. right. So that's the first indication. Like the first oh, indication yeah. where you see you're, the cop. You're totally right. The cop is there. And you see Arnold with the box of roses. And then when Arnold says, get down to John Connor and shoots the cop, then it, that's when everybody's like, that, what I, the I fuck? Thank you. Yeah, you're right. My bad. I, my but bad. you're right. I, I jumped ahead. Yeah, it was, it was because I was mixing up the fact that in the trailer, it's, they showed him saying, that's how they spoiled it. But the first thing you see is a cop looking for John Connor and he's all calm. The Terminator speaks to no one. And then you see John Connor and the Terminator pulls out the shotgun, points it at John Connor. And you're like, oh, no. And then he goes, get down. And John Connor hits the ground and then he blasts. The T-1000. He blasts the T-1000. That's when you're like, whoa, he's the good guy. And that's when you look at the T-1000 and you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Because I cannot express to you in 1991, the T-1000 getting blasted with a shotgun. If you need to see it again right now, you can pull it up on YouTube. The T-1000 getting blasted by the shotgun is insane in 1991. And the sound the body made when the bullets hit, like that. Like, oh, It was great. a big deal. It was a trip. It was wild. And uh, you know what? what's really interesting about it is um, this also came to James Cameron in a dream. Like the Terminator was, he had a dream about a skull flaming. Oh, it wasn't a dream. It was a daydream. He sat there and he was wondering... What could be scarier than the Terminator? How will I think of something scarier? What could possibly be scarier than, than a robotic skeleton? And he was sitting there, and he was eating a chocolate fudge sundae at the same time. <laughs> this is what he said. And he was looking at the chocolate fudge on the ice cream. And as he was taking a bite, he was like, oh, that is scarier. That is so much more further removed from being a human. This doesn't even have the skeleton. It's like just liquid memical, liquid metal mimicking as a, a human being. And that for him was the right move, I think. And I mean, it, it played out. The T-1000 felt superior to the Terminator in do, every way. Do you think if I touched the T-1000, I would cut my hand on him? Like he's made out of I metal? I feel like it's really cold. You think he's a cold body? He's got a cold body? I feel like body? it's got to be cold. Okay. But yeah. I don't know if he's that sharp. Like I know like, he can make blades, but everywhere? I wonder if like, I'm touching a piece of metal. Like, like uh, if you touch his tooth, is it like a sharp metal there? You think? Or his hair? Fuck that spiky hair. He oh, had is that? Then. Yeah, that hair. Is that hair all metal? That's a big point. <laughs> That's fucking dangerous, right there. Yeah. And like, did no one look at him and like, like I don't know how heavy is he? How light is this metal? You know, like, is he not walking around? Like, we, did we just break Terminator? 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of uh, things that dive into that. But when I was a kid and I watched this movie back in the day, John Connor was so cool. Yes, my mom even told me, like, what I saw, I was like, oh, and this cool, you're going to love, he's so cool, Amir, because I didn't get to see it, thanks, mom. But she's like, oh, yeah, he's so cool, he knows how to use guns and everything. He's a kid and he knows how to use guns? I was like, he's the sickest. You're like, mommy, you don't even let me go see gun movie. How can I be John Connor? That's it. That's what you sounded like. Everybody wanted to be John Connor back then. John Connor was was awesome. I don't know, something, uh, that's Edward Furlong, right? Yep. Yeah, and uh, he just, like, that role, him and Terminator together, that was so perfect. That sold every kid on it also. Every kid wanted to be John Connor. And the fact that he was the bad guy, by the way, was just, when I go back and I rewatch Terminator with an open mind, pretending like I don't know the answer, you really got to give it to James Cameron for just really, like, other than the marketing fucking it up with the, the Sarah Connor thing, the come with me if you want to live, the get down was just like, yo, like they, that, they swerved on motherfuckers. Um, what's interesting to me is I grew up, I saw this movie and I left and I was like, Papa, I want to make a movie. No. I don't know why I sound like Mario. I really did. The first thing I said after I saw Terminator 2, I said to my dad, I want to make a movie when I grow up. That's all I said. This movie, literally, in many ways, epic meal time exists today. Because I love Terminator 2 and I knew I wanted to do stuff like that. And in many ways, Muscles Glasses is, if you look at it like the Terminator, and I'm John Connor. You know how John Connor was like, put your leg down. Come on, put your leg down. Be cool. Be cool. Cool it, dickwad. You know? I was like, get it, Muscles. Muscle Glasses is going to get it. And like, he didn't speak. He had the shades on. It was very like, it was mimicked after Terminator and John Connor, and it was totally inspired by the fact that I loved these movies when I was a kid. I saw this in the theater, it blew my mind. I said to my dad, I was like, Papa, I want to make a movie. And he was like, my son, what's the plot? (laughs) I swear to God, my dad at six years old, I will never forget my dad saying, what's the plot? Like your brain already kind of has this all laid out. I was a kid, I was like, the plot? What is the plot? And my dad's like, well, the plot is, that's such a dad move to be like, to say something and wait for you to ask a question. What's the plot? And I'm like, well, what's the plot? The plot is what the movie's about. And I'm like, this is literally what I said. I will never forget it. You know the aliens from Alien movie? They come to Earth and, and the Terminator has to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. That's I was obsessed with brain. Alien. I saw Aliens before this. It was on TV. You know, it was on pay-per-view and stuff. But Terminator, like, I saw it in the theater. So I hadn't seen an Alien movie in the theater, which is why I was so excited for Resurrection. Um, but I, 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 I remember saying to my dad, the aliens come to Earth and Arnold Schwarzenegger has to... If my little ass only knew that, like, in 2018, we were closer to that than ever before being a possibility. Like, don't be surprised if 2025, it's like the Predator and the Alien have come to Earth and played by CG actor DreamWorks version <laughs> of Arnold Schwarzenegger 2.0 that, that, as the Terminator. It, it's possible. I, I'm not, I guess it's like just like now in all 
respects Disney owns Fox, so they have the license to Alien and Predator. But right now, Terminator is in some weird place. I think Sony has Terminator, Do or they? MGM has Terminator. TriStar released Terminator Two. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting because they don't. What do they do? That's they, Sony. That's Sony. Yeah, that's so Sony they there. probably still have it. That's what I think. I think Sony still has it. So like, some so we gotta thank Sony for Terminator Three and Terminator Four uh, and Terminator. Are we? Do we, we have a Terminator Five? Yeah. Well, we got Terminator Three, Rise of the Machines, and then there's Salvation. And oh, then the fucking Game Genesis one. Genesis. Genesis. Terminator Five. Mm. Oh my god. And isn't it crazy that a franchise such as Terminator, who started so much back in the day, is outrun by franchises like Saw? Fast and the Furious. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, there's more of those than those movies. It's yeah. those, like... Where, Fast and the Furious surpassing Terminator where, is... Nine, uh, where it's going to be at? Something like that. Imagine Terminator 4, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Terminator, Tokyo Drift is so hype. That's like a good poster. I want, if, I, if they could make that poster... Please, if you're an artist out there and you got it, that's that's it. You know, the, we, we'll hang that up. <laughs> yeah, just I'll, I'll love it if you just make it. I don't know what I'm trying to tell you or offer you. I have nothing. I'm just saying if you have it, yeah, that's it. I like that. Tokyo Drift, Terminator. It's just like I'm imagining a T-800, like just turning into a Transformer, like transforming into a car. Somehow, or just like getting wheels on his hands and feet and bending down. Everything <laughs> like, Skrrr! It makes me think that they already tried to do that in Terminator. Where, didn't they transform one of them in the Terminator? Maybe. You know what's interesting about Terminator is I remember like his lines in Terminator 2. Come with me if you want to live. Uh, I think Reese says that in the first one, doesn't he? Yeah. He does. Come with me if you want to live. The Terminator, I think, was programmed if you go deep into lore... To repeat what Reese said. To trigger in Sarah Connor's Exactly. Brain. Come with me if you want to live. Um, I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. In Terminator 1, it's Bill Paxton that he goes up to, eh? Yeah. He's like, hey, man, nice night for a walk, eh? Bill He's Paxton like, gets murked. Nice night for a walk, eh? And then he fucking, yeah, he fucks him up, takes his clothes. It's so funny how he's dressed in the first one. Just his hair, and he's dressed like a punk. Well, because that's the first clothes he stole. Right, punk rocker. And then in this one, he's like a badass biker. Yep. Um, and so... The, leather was in back in the 90s. Yeah. 91. Leather. Leather's head to toe. He looks like freaking Diesel from WWE. And so he's... Uh, I need your clothes, your boots, your motorcycle. Come with me if you want to live. Hasta la vista, baby. Um, there was... Uh, uh, Man, there's like I'm a cybernetic organism, flesh over metal, endoskeleton. Yeah, exactly. so that's one. He's like, what are you? And he just seems going into it. A learning computer. And when I was a kid, there's a scene where the, so the T-1000 can act and mimic as uh, anything, pretty much. What, like a pack of smokes? No, not like a pack of smokes. It can only mimic like a, a person or something of an equal size that's not a thing. It has to be a person. So he can't turn into a gun and shoot you. He can't turn into complex machinery or anything like that. So the Terminator, John Connor's like, we gotta go home. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, the T-1000 already went to your home. And as a kid, I didn't understand this part. It confused me as a kid. But the Terminator calls his house. And he's like, hey, mom. He sounds like John Connor, which was so cool back then. You're like, whoa, the Terminator sounds like John Connor on then the he's phone. he's like, of course, it's a machine. Yeah, he's a machine. It's easy. It's a fucking MP3 he's playing. 
And he's like, hi, mom. And then the, they're like, John, where are you? We're worried. And John Connor's like, it's weird. She's being nice. She's never nice. So Terminator's instantly like, you know, weirded out. This is where he grabs the phone, actually. And he's yeah. like, hey, mom. And then you hear the dog in the back barking. And he's like, what's the dog's name? And uh, John's like, uh, like, Sparky. Something like that. Yeah, I some... forget. And then Terminator Spike. gets on the phone and goes, is Wolfie okay? And she goes, Wolfie's fine, honey. Wolfie's fine. Come home. So right away, the Terminator now knows that she said the dog's name is Wolfie, but that's not the dog's name. So the Terminator hangs up the phone and goes, you foster parents are dead. Yep. Immediately. <laughs> immediately like this. I always loved how, like, <laughs> your foster parents are dead. So you just can't kill people. Why? Why? I'm a Terminator. It's what I do. <laughs> Why? He's like, you can't. Why? <laughs> and he actually convinces him to not kill people. And then I, I, it's funny because at that point he does go to kill a guy. And the guy's like, John Connor's like, what the hell, man? We just broke both his arms, too, for trying to help me. But I loved. And I actually, it's a sickening thing to learn as a six-year-old. But in the movie, he took out his gun, and I remember this very clearly, started shooting every single cop when they stormed Skynet. Started shooting all the cops, and I'm saying to my dad, I'm like, he's not supposed to kill them. And my dad's just shooting them in the knees. Yeah. I looked at my dad, I'm like, that doesn't kill someone? He's like, no. As a kid, like five or six <laughs> years okay. old, I'm learning how to incapacitate someone, but not kill them. I'm literally like, oh, you, that doesn't kill someone shooting them in the knees? My dad's like, no, you fucking noob pussy. If you want to kill someone, Harley. And he's hitting with the gas for gun. for the head. Yeah, then he went outside and he started blowing up the cars, the vehicles. That was at the, uh, before, yeah. He was at the top with the minigun, and then Do he went down when, to the lobby. Do you remember being a kid, you would play guns? You yes. You run up and you go like... Well, you did your ear noise. Yeah. What does that do that? Yeah, that's a great noise. But most people like... <laughs> exactly, those pussies. When I saw Terminator 2, I came back and all my gun noises were... Foomp. Foomp. <laughs> Foomp. And like, so people would be like... <laughs> and they'd be like, I shot you like 10 times. But I shot a grenade. I'm like, all three of you are dead. <laughs> Man, playing guns with you would have been so hard. Dude, it was terrible. Be like, no, you didn't see. That's why I'm hiding behind the tree. I, I planted over here. Look at this. You see this piece of garbage? I put this here. This is my <laughs> Oh, my this God. Is my no, no <laughs> way. No fucking way. But playing guns with Amir, actually, I always, I always respected Amir's story. Amir, when everyone had, like, the machine guns, Amir went and taped two guns together. Is yeah. that what you did? Yeah, after watching Aliens, I was like, fuck that shit. If she was watching do it, Aliens, I can. tape two guns together, so everyone's like, they're like, bing, 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 bing. Bang, bang. And Amir comes like double guns taped together. Like, I was you... crazy with guns back then. Like, I'm crazy with guns now. <laughs> like, toy guns at Toys R Us, it's not the same like it was today, but at Toys R Us, they had a whole wall dedicated to guns and they had every single gun. I can't believe how easy it was to get gun toys. And I loved gun toys still when they took gun toys away from Toys R Us. I remember specifically. Going to Toys R Us and being like, like buying a toy gun in the States was cooler because at the time they didn't have the orange plugs like we do in Canada. Yeah, they did have some good ones. So I'd bring toys back and my friends would be like, what? 
and everyone would be like, ah, yours, you got the orange mm. tip. I didn't have an orange tip because I got it from like Plattsburgh, New York. So I was like, big dick, black gun swinging. Schnoi, schnoi. The funny or the happy ending or, you know, the continuation of all this is, you know, I said to my daddy, I was like, Papa, I want to film a movie with Arnold. Uh, what ended up happening was I did get to film with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So did Amir. Yep. And I got to write, co-write, um, direct, produce, and star alongside with Arnold Schwarzenegger in my own show. Who gets to do that? Not, not very many people even in today's status of Hollywood because like you... you no one. No one. Like uh, James Cameron doesn't do it. Like James Cameron doesn't get to do it. The Rock hasn't even been in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And The Rock didn't write for Arnold Schwarzenegger and direct Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ex- very and true. Alongside Arnold. Like I was basically like I was like Arnold, stand over here. Yeah. Then say this, and then I'm gonna do that, and then you do that. It was really awesome. I always remember even like being a kid. I remember seeing at the beginning of VHS videos like. Arnold Schwarzenegger has a camp for you to go to. It was like Arnold Schwarzenegger's camp. And you would go there, but he would only come up. I don't know. I don't even know what kind of propaganda it was, but apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger had a camp. And I think you only got to see him once. And he gave like a speech and then he leaves and it's his his council to take care of you or whatever. But I remember there was a thing. I'm like, I want to go there. I want to go there. And I was like, it was, it's always was so important somehow, some way in my life to try to, Meet Arnold Schwarzenegger. When Me it happened, too. I was like... We did. We, we hung around. We hung around for like three hours later waiting for you to get your Predator Blu-ray signed. Yes. But yes. I'm happy that we did that. Oh my God. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the coolest thing. He, he is really the coolest. Like, he's, I really love this guy. He's, like, got a freak, he, he's the best. He has his own tank. Yeah. The Austrian army gave him a tank. It's his own tank. But um, honestly, I, a Terminator 2, Arnold Schwarzenegger... Because of that, that's why Epic Mealtime exists today. Muscles Glasses in its form was really based on the T-800. There's so many aspects of Terminator that carried over into my life and put me where I'm at today. This story pretty much comes really full circle. Like, it it all happened. Yeah. You saw Terminator 2. You got to direct it with a thing with Arnold. See Arnold. Two videos. So, wow. That's like... uh, Trip. Fuck, fuck a bucket list. This is like you already went to space. Yeah. Fuck space. Yeah. Don't need it. No, we don't need it at all. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a dome, in a simulation. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Fanboy Podcast. It's your boy, South Mouse. And Amir, thank you. Thank you for having me on the podcast. It's always a pleasure. Where can they check you out? Uh, you can check me out on uh, Twitter at Prince Atari and on Instagram at Chef Atari. Hi. All right, guys. Take care. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 